This is Train to Perform, the undisputed alpha podcast in training, fitness, and sports performance. Here, you'll develop your skills with the cold, hard facts in fitness, sports performance, recovery, and nutrition. Real, tried and true, evidence-based facts that have been proven to move you faster, move you stronger, and move you forward. Now, here's your host of Train to Perform, Julian Sisman. Hey guys, and welcome again to the Train to Perform podcast. Uh, Today we're brought to you by Trifecta. Um, Trifecta gives you the food, the advice, and community support they need to achieve the goals. They do meal planning, shopping, and cooking so you can focus on everything else. Um, Trifecta is honestly amazing. Uh, They have some of the best food I've ever had. Um, And they literally drop it off at your front door. Um, So... (laughs) Check it out. All you have to do is go to trifectanutrition.com slash PFP. We are also brought to you by Avocare. Um, honestly, I've been using Avocare for over six, seven years now. Um, they are the best sports performance, wellness, weight management, energy management, um, you know, supplements that I've ever had. Um, there's science behind everything, trusted. And, um, you know, you know, product promise. Um, They also use a third party to really test to make sure that there's no banned substances. So athletes at the pro and college level and youth level can take it. We are also brought to you by Mark Pro. Um, They are the best recovery and performance uh, enhancing or performance enhancing recovery. Um, basically it is a muscle stimulator to help with recovery. Um, you know, it's great. You can use it on any part of your body, shoulders, knees, quads, um, really helpful, um, post workouts. Uh, actually it can also be used for pre-workout. So help kind of stimulate the muscle. Uh, all you have to do is go to markpro.com and use PFP when you check out. I hope you guys uh, have a great day and look forward to listening to this podcast. Hey, and welcome back to the Train to Perform podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a more nutritional um, topic, um, and we're going to focus on uh, supplements. Um, They can be very useful. Um, They can be harmful. Uh, and there are a, you know, a handful that are effective, um, that can be, you know, helpful in, you know, maintaining, you know, you know, muscle mass, maintaining good heart health, maintaining good skin health, maintaining, um, you know, certain, uh, you know, health status, um, that will help you, you know, maintain a certain, you know, lifestyle so that, um, you know, you can keep your health at a certain, you know, a certain way, um, and won't, 
you know, be harmful for, you know, you taking them. Um, there are also a number of different supplements that, you know, you really should avoid. Um, and we'll talk about that today. So the, the ones that I think are, you know, effective. Um, and again, like I said, uh, it's only a handful. Um, and they can be, again, helpful for your health. So um, personally, I think protein powders are very effective. Um, they help obviously build and maintain muscle mass. Um, so when and why and how you should take it, it should be you know, really discuss uh, when you should take it uh, really around your workouts or as a, you know, sort of snack substitute um, sometime during the day. Um, it doesn't need to be a, you know, shake where, you know, you're adding, you know, fruits and other stuff. Honestly, it can just be the protein powder and water. Um, one, because if you're trying to, uh, you know, increase muscle mass and get, you're trying to hit a certain protein number, um, which is very important to maintain every single day. Um, and you know, I've discussed this a hundred times, uh, before, uh, it should be based around relatively close to your body weight. So if someone is again, 150, they should be trying to get at least 150 grams of protein or close to it a day, um, just to maintain their current muscle mass and or increase muscle mass. Um, so protein powder should be taken either before to help, uh, help the breakdown of protein be less. So like you won't, you know, when you're working out, you know, you're going to break down, pro you're going to break down muscle. Okay. So it'll help with the recovery of the muscle and not as much will be, you know, sort of torn. Um, and, but it also can help maintain, you know, your muscle mass at the same time. Then I would take it after. Um, and then maybe later in the day or right before you go to bed to help again, hit that protein powder, um, you know, no number. Um, when, you know, why somebody shouldn't take it if, you know, they really, the, the research says that based on research, um, it says that, you know, someone should avoid high protein diet if they have some type of kidney issues. Um, and there's also a discussion, there's also has been a number of, uh, you know, research that goes out that it, you know, a high protein, high protein diet will not cause kidney problems. I think the only issue is if somebody already has prior kidney, you know, issues, um, then they should probably, you know, discuss with a physician or doctor about, you know, what they should be eating. But anybody else, um, if they don't have any kidney issues and kidney function is good, um, then, it should not be a problem and it will not cause a, you know, kidney issue. Um, another uh, supplement that I think is very effective is vitamin D. Um, vitamin D, you know, uh, does a ton 
of different sort of functions in the body. Um, and it obviously can be, it doesn't have to be supplemented, but if you live in an area where sun is not a, is not seen, you know, a lot, um, you're not going to get it. Or if you cover yourself in clothing, um, you're not going to get it. Um, and if you cover yourself in a ton of sunscreen, you probably won't get it either because the only way that this, the vitamin D becomes effective and useful is when it penetrates the skin. And from there it, um, you know, the liver helps, you know, basically take it, the UVB rays and then turn it into the vitamin D. So if you're wearing sunscreen where you're sort of blocking those UVB rays, um, it, it might not be, it might not be happening to you. Um, so my suggestion would be taking a vitamin D supplement, um, especially if you live in like the Northern hemisphere, um, or Northern part of a, not Northern hemisphere. Sorry. Let me take that back. Northern part of the United States or, um, the Northern, you know, parts of like Europe or whatever, um, where sun exposure is very limited. Um, taking a vitamin D supplement is very important important, um, to maintain the functions that, um, you know, that helps with, um, and those functions, um, are very important because vitamin D helps with, you know, bone and actually teeth growth. So like if you don't have enough vitamin D, you could potentially get, um, osteoporosis, um, so it helps protect, you know, especially the older population with osteoporosis. Um, it can also help with cell growth, neuromuscular growth, immune function, reduce inflammation. Um, you know, there's a lot of hormonal things that, um, you know, vitamin D, you know, does when you have enough of it, you know, sort of in your blood. So it's very important that you are hitting, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the, the bare minimum, which is about like, you know, I think about like between 400 and like 25 to 3000 IUs. It's very, uh, I would recommend something around there. So I, I honestly would recommend like something between 2000 and 4,000 IUs a day. Um, you, nothing will happen to you if you taking it, you know, from a supplement. Um, great. Um, if you want to get it from food, you know, eating mushrooms, fish, you know, eggs, um, making sure you eat the yolk. Um, you know, a lot of food have it, has vitamin, D. you can get it from vitamin D, but like very low amounts. So like, um, that's why it's very important that, you know, if you're not getting it from the sun that you, you take vitamin D from a supplement. Um, and that's going to be very important. Another, um, one that I think is very important because it is, it has a lot of, again, you know, functions, um, 
that help maintain, you know, a good health um, is vitamin C. Um, and this is something that, you know, you can, you know, pr- pretty much take all day because it, it, it's not like vitamin D, which is, you know, fat soluble. Um, vitamin C is water soluble. So if, you know, you're taking some kind of vitamin C supplement, um, you know, a little bit throughout the day, um, you know, you're, you're going to excrete the, the, basically the extra that you're taking. Um, it can help with, um, it's an anti, it's of an antioxidant, so it can help strengthen the body's, you know, defense system. So it can help with, you know, immune function, boost the immune system. So, you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, if you're getting a little cold, um, you know, they say that if you take, you know, one of those emergency, uh, packs that it will help, um, you know, get you quickly, you know, a little, like quickly recovered from, you know, some type of cold, um, it can, you know, it can lower your risk of, you know, a lot of chronic diseases, um, just like vitamin D. Um, and, you know, it can prevent, you know, certain acid buildup in the body. Uh, it's very important that, uh, you know, like uric, uric acid and, you know, gout and things like that. Um, vitamin C can also improve, you know, absorption of certain, you know, minerals, other minerals. So like iron, it can help improve the absorption of iron, which is very important because, you know, you need, you need iron for your blood. Um, again, like it can help boost the immune system. And, you know, there's been studies saying that, you know, it can, you know, help with improved, improve memory. Um, so, you know, lower your, continue to lower your risk of dementia later on in life. Um, so there, there's a lot of, you know, little things that, uh, making sure that you hit certain, you know, you know, I had this conversation, um, with a client the other day and we're talking about, you know, you know, we, we, we worry so much about macronutrients, but we don't really worry too much about, you know, the, the, the small details. So like the micronutrients, which are the vitamins, the minerals that we need that play a role in all the functions of our body. And, and, and the thing is, is that's the issue with, again, this can also tie back into, you know, the food that we're consuming. You know, there's a lot of, of, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, but you know, this all kind of comes together the the food that we consume we got to understand that yes hitting certain calories is important but what are what's in it like what nutrients what um you know beyond like carbs fat protein are we getting um because in order to function at our highest our highest level you know there's certain especially you know, at the micronutrient level, we need to make sure that we are maintaining and surpassing certain numbers to make sure that our body functions properly, especially if you don't get enough food. Um, you're not getting enough micronutrients and then the body can't function properly. So like if you're not getting enough certain micronutrients, you know, it's going to be hard for you to, you know, lose weight. It's going to be hard for you because your body can't, you know, 
you know, at the cellular level, like do what it needs to do. So it's very important that we, you know, eat a certain amount of food. We're not under eating, you know, making sure that we're eating nutrient dense foods, making sure that, you know, if we can't, we're getting some type of supplement to help maintain our health. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not saying supplements are the end all be all because we need to eat food. But I'm saying it is a way to fill in the gaps that we're missing. And, you know, certain, you know, as we get older, you know, it's it's harder for us to, you know, uh, you know, the the body's way of functioning the bioavailability of certain things is it's it's hard to you know absorb certain stuff so sometimes we need a little bit more to help maintain you know the um the ability for the body to absorb you know certain um you know, vitamins and minerals. And so, and, and then, then to top it off, like we're not, uh, you know, eating, making the right food choices. And so it's very important that, you know, if you can't at least, you know, get three solid, you know, heart healthy meals um, a day, that you kind of sneak in certain vitamins maybe at the beginning of the day so that you can they can help maintain your your health and um you know help reduce your risk of you know chronic diseases um but again also you know you're also you know exercising you know you know sleeping and and things like that because those all play a role into how you know your body can build itself and maintain itself so the 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 fourth one i just want to kind of touch is um fish oil um i think uh one one big thing about uh fish oil is a lot of people get confused with omega-3 and omega-6 omega-6 is um something that is not uh helpful um, actually, it can be very harmful for the body. Um, it, omega-6 is like vegetable oils, you know, corn oils and things like that. Um, they can, you know, there's, there's, there's some, you know, other people that say it's not, you know, you know, it's okay. But um, personally, it's not a, a great uh, fatty acid that you should be, you know, consuming. Um, I personally think you should get most of your omegas and fish oil from fish if you can. So eating, you know, fish once or twice a week would be helpful. If you can't, um, you know, getting a, an omega-3 fish oil, um, you know, that has, um, these certain, uh, e- EFAs or well, the certain um, milligrams of DHA and EPA, um, EPA, um, and those are you know DHA or are the two different you know fatty acids that you need to make sure that you're getting certain amount of. 
Um, and so it should be around, you know, 600 milligrams per EPA and DHA. Um, and they should be equal parts. Um, try to get something that is, you know, uh, very it, effective ones, to be honest with you, are going to be somewhat expensive. Um, so again, this is a supplement that if you're, if you don't like fish, um, it's effective in helping you, you know, maintain, you know, your, you know, omegas and your fats in your diet. Um, it's so, you know, this can help with, you know, brain function. It can help with heart disease. There's so many things that it can help with, um, that you're, you, you need fats in your diet. Um, it helps with like, you know, in your brain, the, the neurotransmitters, like it helps, you know, uh, with the, you know, building and increasing of those in your brain. So it's very important that, you know, you're getting fats. Um, if it's straight from fish, if it's, you know, getting your omega-3s from some type of, you know, fish oil, um, it will be really helpful. Um, and really like, in my personal opinion, um, the only other one that I find that can be helpful is um, for, you know, it's really for exercising, but there's actually been, you know, research about um, it being effective for some other, uh, some other health benefits, um, which include, you know, help with brain function, um, it, even if it's, you know, a limited amount. Um, it can help with improved strength, you know, power output. Um, and you really don't need to have too many too, or too much of it to be effective. Um, it can, you know, because really you can get a lot of it from um, meats. Um, so and what I'm talking about here is creatine. Um, it is, you know, five, six years ago, actually probably more than that, probably 10 plus years. Um, it was something that people were like, no, it's. You know, it doesn't, it's, you know, it's only for, you know, people that work out. But to be honest with you, some of the latest research has put out that it helps with improved working memory, um, especially for people that are elderly, um, people that are vegans. Um, so there's a lot of cognitive stuff that it measure, stuff that it can help with. Um, the only real drawback is that it can it really accumulates water so you can cause cramping. So it's, it's really important that you drink a decent amount of water with it. Um, and it's safe. Um, so, you know, research is saying like, you know, coming out with, a uh, um, you know, a, a lot of good reviews and it can be very helpful. Um, you know, with an athlete, especially that wants to sort of, um, increase, you know, improve and increase, you know, power output strength. Um, and you know, it can actually help with us, you know, maintaining a certain level of intensity during games. Um, and so there's a lot of, uh, you know, good, good use for it, no matter what you do, uh, if you just work out, if you are, you know, a, you know, 
you know, you just walking or whatever, um, you know, a little bit amount, a little bit can help um, with a, a, a ton of different things. Um, so, you know, kind of, <clears throat> kind of to bring this, uh, you know, talk to a conclusion. Um, you know, those are my five sort of effective and safe supplements that you can obviously get from food in the first place. Um, I'm just making these suggestions um, and saying that, you know, if you can't get these from food throughout the day to help maintain your health, then try to use, you know, one of the some, you know, some of these to fill in the gaps. I also want to end with a little uh, snippet on what, you know, not to use um, because there's a lot of, of, you know, supplements out there that you should totally avoid, um, including, you know, weight loss pills. Um, they actually can be very harmful um, and they actually can cause a lot of, you know, you know, heart issues, um, except I'm not going into detail on exactly which ones, but they can increase your risk of, you know, certain, you know, health issues. Um, so I would not use weight loss pills and sort of like performance enhancers that will kind of help increase your heart rate and th things like that. Um, I would stay away from water pills. I would stay away from sort of detoxes like teas and, um, things like that. Um, and then the last one is probably, um, one that, you know, it's, it should be used for what it should be used for and not for weight loss. Um, and those are laxatives. Um, and they should be used for somebody that has some, uh, irregular bowel movements and not to try to lose weight. Um, so those are my three, you know, three or four things that you should not, uh, work with or use. Um, so I just want to kind of end it with that. Um, as I said in the beginning, I will talk about, uh, you know, a little bit of both. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, look forward to hearing, look forward to talking with you on the next one. Um, hope you guys have a good rest of the day and, um, continue to, you know, improve your, improve your health and, um, strength and, um, you know, take this time to really focus on yourself and make, uh, you know, good choices, um, no matter what the circumstances you're in, uh, uh, because personally, um, you know, this is your life, um, and, you know, trying to compare it to somebody else, um, is not going to help you, you know, get better. So hope this helps. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to Train to Perform with Julian Sisman. Learn how you can work with Julian in a personal training session, either online or in person, at prepareforperformance.com. And follow on social media for more tips on training, fitness, and sports performance on Twitter at jsisman_pfp underscore PFP and Instagram at prepareforperformance.